The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to today's episode of Build Your Tribe. I am super excited to have a guest interview on today's episode of the podcast talking about TikTok. I think I'm pretty well versed in TikTok. I now have close to 300,000 followers. My mom and I both together combined have dozens of viral videos with over a million views. And I have used my following on TikTok to grow my business and to grow my Instagram following. So like I said, I feel pretty well versed when it comes to TikTok. I feel like I have a good grasp of how to use it, how to grow, how to have videos go viral. But man, did I learn a lot from today's interview. And that's why I am so excited to share with you today's interview featuring Kenya Kelly. She is a branding expert and she has used her marketing knowledge and her background knowledge of how to grow on Instagram and Facebook to now grow a large TikTok channel. In this interview, we talk all about consistency on TikTok, growing your TikTok following. Is it right for you? Should you join? Is it too late, too early? Is TikTok all just teens and dancing or is there actual educational content? Is there a spot for you on TikTok? And what the heck even should we be doing on TikTok? And how can we use it to grow our business, to grow our brand and to build our tribe? I'm super excited. Let's hop into the interview with Kenya Kelly. Hi, Kenya. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited to have you here, especially today, the day that we're recording this. It's Monday, June 15th. You have a video that's number one trending right now. Can you tell me about that? Yes. Well, yesterday I watched all these followers and I didn't know what was going on. And this morning somebody tagged me and said, you're trending number one on TikTok. And I was like, trending where? And so I went into the Discover tab and saw under self-care routine, my video was number one. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. This explains it. Wow. And so can we backtrack for a second and just tell my audience a little bit more about your journey? Like how long have you been on TikTok? Like just basically what's your experience been like? Yeah. So I think it was back in late 2018. I saw you and Shalene then the baby shark challenge or something. Uh And I didn't know what I saw the words TikTok, but I didn't understand what that was. And eventually I jumped onto the platform and was like, nope, this is just too hard. It's all the quote unquote naked teenagers. This is not for me. But I was like, well, Shalene is there. That don't make sense. But then in 2019, I kept seeing you guys talk about it. And I had this moment where I was like, Shalene and Brock only talk about the things that are working. I would be crazy not to jump into this, but I still felt super overwhelmed by the platform. But I ended up going to the Olive Garden or something and I hugged the hostess because they gave me a bunch of those little candies that they give you at the end of the meal. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I hugged him. And on my way out, I was like, wait a minute, this may be a good TikTok video, my first one. So I went back in and I was like, Bryce, I need to hug you for TikTok. And he said, okay. And so we put it up on TikTok, 10,000 views in like 48 hours. And I was like, whoa. But I still 
didn't understand what was going on. It wasn't until right before the quarantine, right before we officially became quarantined, that I was just like, this is a lot of fear going on. And TikTok seems very happy. Maybe I can jump on this and be happy for people and give them joy and all that. And so I jumped on YouTube and in MIA and was just like, okay, let me learn this. And that's when it all just took off in the last two and a half months. Mm. Okay. And when you say like, let me learn this and you had no clue what was going on, but now you have a clue what's going on. Yeah. What like allowed you to learn? How did you educate yourself? Yeah. So I'm a big YouTube person. I started going on there looking for short videos of people that were showing what is a discover page? What is for you versus the following? Why am I only seeing teenagers? What are all these buttons? I decided to learn what the aspects were of the platform. Not just let me create a video, but what is this? What is a timer and why they say this and why they say that and watching other people actually show their phones of what each thing does. And with that, I started creating content. And I was, if you look at the, my first beginning videos, you would say, wow, those are really bootleg, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I was like, let's just kind of figure it out. What is this audio thing? And what is this? And I just started trying the little things. And then I started following people that were doing it well, you know, like you guys aren't half naked, you know? And I was like, well, if Brock did this or Shalene did this, maybe I should try that. And so I found the duet feature and I was like, well, I'm just going to duet them because I know them and that makes it safe for me. And that's kind of was my little journey of let me just start with them because they are who I know and trust. Mm, okay. I love that process. You've said this a few times now, and I know that I was watching your Instagram live the other day and you brought this up as well. Like the whole like naked teens thing or the half naked teens or, or just the thought that like, TikTok is all teens. And when you first get on the app, all you're seeing is like these young kids. Can you talk about that? And specifically, I know a lot of my audience members are thinking, and I've heard this from them directly, isn't TikTok just for teens? Like, isn't that all it is? The answer is no. I think, okay, I remember Facebook. When you first got on Facebook, it was all college students. And then we got on Instagram, it was all young people. And then Vine and then Snapchat. A lot of times, many apps start out with young people because they seem to be more risk-taking and more innovative than, quote-unquote, the old dog like us or whatever, or like me. And, you know, so initially, like, specifically, if you're looking at your daughter's phone, you're going to see what your daughter likes. And so she doesn't like 30, 40, and 50-year-old people. She likes people her age. So you may think, oh, it's that. Or for me, when I first got on, I saw Charlie and Addison and them. And I was like, I don't want to see this. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn that TikTok doesn't know me and that the algorithm is different. And so as I engaged with the platform, I started to see the things that I wanted to see. And so I realized later that, wait a minute, all of my people are here. TikTok just had to learn me first to get me to them. Mm-hmm. So all of your people are there. How many people are on TikTok? I think it's 4 billion at this point. 4 billion. A lot. That's crazy. That's crazy. So it's not just 4 billion teenagers then. There's business owners. There's 30s, 40s, 50s, 60-year-olds. Absolutely. I think the last check I did was like at least 40% were at least 20, 25 to 27 years old. At least 40%. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot of people. Now, I, okay, I, like I'm, I'm starting to hear you. I'm starting to understand, okay, there might be some people who aren't just teens, but is it just dancing videos? Because that's all I see. Like if you're following me, that's mostly what you're seeing is, is like dancing videos, throwing it back, twerking every once in a while. Is it only dancing videos? 
No, it is not. I always tell people that, you know, you'll see a lot of your videos and my videos dancing because we're natural. We like to dance. But there's people teaching food, hair, makeup, fashion. There's a lady named Tabitha, and she was as a vegan cook. She teaches people how to make vegan things. She's only been there for two months, and she's got three million followers. I ain't seen her dance not one bit. She's just teaching how to make vegan food. So everybody's their artist. I mean, everyone is there. It just seems like it's just dancing. Got it. Well, first of all, how many followers do you now have on TikTok? 31,000. In really only like two and a half months of really trying to grow it, right? Yes, exactly. Wow. How have you used that new TikTok following to grow some of your other channels? Yeah. So one of the things that I teach other people and for myself is before you kind of start that journey, you always got to think about where you're going. And so mm -hmm. I know that I don't want to just be playing on TikTok. I wanted to get clients to join my email list, come on Instagram and Facebook. So the first thing I did when I started learning the platform was I created my own tool, my own freebie or whatever you may call it. And I put that in my bio. And so I started dancing, but I would say, Hey guys, I'm a business and brand consultant. And I would just, if you want tips for starting a business or clarity, click the link in my bio. And so I started just doing that at first, getting people to download the tool. But then in my profile, I put my Instagram. And so now I will teach while I'm dancing and then say, go follow me on Instagram or send me a DM. And so I've got so many DMs on TikTok and I then push them back to follow me on Instagram. But in addition to that, in my videos, I've started strategically talking about my book and using my book in the video. And I can't even tell you how many books I have sold just from showing it for like three seconds. People go, you didn't show it long enough. What's the name of the book? And I'm just strategically doing mm -hmm. what I would do on Facebook, but creatively on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Sounds like some curiosity marketing involved. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. I also heard you tell a story recently about the summer internships yeah. and how you've had inquiries about that. Can you tell us that story? Yeah. So I'm here in California and I got two local interns and I was trying to get three more local ones. And one of my interns said, well, why don't you just do a TikTok and put it on TikTok and then we'll take it and we'll post it on Facebook and it'll get some people here locally. I said, okay. But as I did the video, I said, wait a minute, I want something. I can have people in all the US and abroad, I can have them wherever. And so I created this dancing video like I normally would do and put summer internships. I told them the six different categories and I played on TikTok the way that TikTok wants. I used hashtags that would reach people that are out of high school, going into college, or coming out of college for summer. And in less than a, what's it, a week now, we've got 20-something thousand views over 100 applications wow. of people wanting to intern with us. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. You said playing on TikTok, like by TikTok's rules. And I know you've said that like you can post the same things that you would on Facebook as you would on TikTok. They just have to play by TikTok's rules. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So if I'm talking about my book on Facebook, I am directly selling. I'm saying, Hey, if you're someone you want to learn how to build a business and don't quit your job too soon, I am directly telling you what to do on Facebook, right? On TikTok, it's not so much that people aren't necessarily coming there to be taught. They're going there to be entertained. And so if they want entertainment, then I'm going to give you what we call entertainment. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to entertain you and train you all at the same time. And make you go, 
I kind of like this girl. Yeah, she just pushed that product, but I didn't feel like she pushed me, you know, through entertainment. Wow. Does that require an extreme amount of creativity? No, I don't think so. I think it's just because, I mean, truth be told, a lot of my videos are just me copying other people, but doing them my way. Mm, I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean? Because some of my listeners who might not be on TikTok, that might sound like, aren't we just like copying each other? And like, if nothing's original, what, what does that mean? Yeah. So what I'm learning about TikTok is people don't care about your originality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people want to see like there's a thing called the wipe it down challenge where you're wiping the mirror. And we all know what happens at the end of the wipe it down challenge. But we all want to see what is your version of the quote unquote wipe it down challenge. So whereas Facebook and Instagram, we have to be innovative and we can't look like other people. TikTok is like, oh, no, we don't mind. We just wanted you to do it your way. So if you want to do an extra throwback, then do that. Or this one girl, she's killing it because she did three woes in a row instead of one. Like, that's just something so simple, but it's a little bit of tweak on what everybody's already doing. Mm -hmm. And those show up on TikTok on what's called the For You page. That's kind of like the feed, so to speak, on TikTok. And like you said earlier, TikTok has to learn what you want to see. Like if someone's to scroll through my TikTok, it's going to look totally different than yours. And it's probably going to look different than their kids. Can you just kind of break down the differences between, you know, maybe something that we're familiar with, like the Instagram feed and how the TikTok for you page, like what that means and really like how they're different. Yeah. So when I think about those with Instagram or Facebook, you're seeing the things on your feed because you follow them, right? So the content you're consuming is because you said, I want to be there. I want to see what you're putting out unless it's some kind of ad or something. With TikTok, TikTok is a whole different game, right? So as a marketer, as a business person, this is an opportunity to get in front of everybody, like without them following you. TikTok is saying, like Brock has liked the post that says, I hate my job, right? He's like, he's engaged with that at some point in time. If I want to get in front of somebody like Brock, Brock doesn't have to follow me in order for me to get my content in front of him. I just have to use the hashtag or something that Brock likes, he affiliates with. And because he affiliates with that hashtag, I hate my job. If I use that, I hate my job hashtag, at some point in time, it's going to reach Brock or people just like them because that's how TikTok pushes out content. Now, they have the following page, which is those people that you're following. But the For You page, that is like, it reminds me of Facebook ads. It's like ads just coming at you in a good way. And we get to be that ad and TikTok is going to push it out as entertainment for us on our behalf. Very cool. Yeah, and that, that makes sense. That also then makes sense why people with out a big following can suddenly go viral and get, like you said, your first video got 10,000 views, right? Yeah, exactly. And at, and at that time you probably had how many followers? Probably two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's really interesting. What's consistency like on TikTok? Do I need to be posting eight a day, once a week? Like how frequently, if I'm trying to grow my TikTok and win, so to speak, or just be successful, yeah. how frequently do you think I should be posting? Yeah. So I'm a bit of an addict at this point. So I'm posting about seven to eight videos a day, 15 second videos. But I would say if a person is serious and they're like, I want to grow my following fast because it's high visibility, I would say 
three to five a day. Like just do the three, just with 15 seconds, three to five a day should be good. That's how I got to 30,000. But now I'm trying to get to 100,000, 250,000. So I'm like doubling down on it. But I would say three to five. I think you're going to be at a million before we know it. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it too late for TikTok? Oh, no. I think TikTok is just getting started. I mean, with people stuck in the house during the quarantine, the platform hit a record high of people being there. But now you've got people that are back to work. So the number of people is like going down a little bit, but it's still where a large percentage of the population doesn't understand that it's not just teenagers that are dancing and all that. So it's like, it's really like a pivotal moment to really get on there and just capitalize if people would just take advantage. Mm. Have you always felt confident to share on TikTok or was it uncomfortable ever? Like, was it ever nerve wracking, anything like that? Oh yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I was <laughs> like, I thought I needed to look a certain way. I thought I needed to be well polished. I thought I needed to be what I am on Facebook and Instagram in order to have success. But it wasn't until I started scrolling the feed and I was like, this person doesn't have great lighting. This person does not have on makeup. This person isn't a size X or whatever. And just seeing these very everyday people with like 500,000 followers, a million, and I'm going, I don't understand. And basically, TikTok doesn't have any rules. You don't have to be the prettiest or the most articulate or to have the great light. You don't have to be any of that. It's just you just come on there and you just be you and be consistent. And eventually, a whole population of people just falls for you just the way that you are. Like, there's that old guy. He's got to be at least 75. And he just makes sandwiches <laughs> in his kitchen. And he's got, I mean, he's killing it. And I'm like, yeah. he's just making sandwiches. And we're not even replicating his sandwiches. We just like him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. As a black woman creator on TikTok, was that a challenge at first? Because like you said, it was a lot of like young, white, half-naked teens dancing. Can you just tell me a little bit more about that whole side of thing? Yeah. So I dealt with that. I dealt with the whole, okay, I can't come on there and show my stomach. I got a muffin top. They got the whatever. I was like, I don't, I can't do all that. You know, I dealt with the, you know, doing this video just like the other person and then watching their numbers just soar and mine not. And so I had a moment where I could say, oh, well, TikTok doesn't like black people or the algorithm doesn't like black people or whatever. But I said, wait a minute, you know, I can choose to go that head route or I can produce great content and whoever likes me will come to me. You know what I mean? But it was, I had my moments where I was feeling like I couldn't be this because I wasn't this, this, and this. And I said, no, go back to all those other people that look nothing like those people and they're killing it. You just be consistent. Stop trying to blame it on X, Y, and Z and just build the platform. I love that. Do you share every TikTok that you post to Instagram? How do you decide what ends up on IG, what ends up reposted on Facebook, et cetera? Yeah. So because I'm a Christian entrepreneur and prior to TikTok, most people didn't know how well I could dance. Right? <laughs> most people had no clue. They just know the business me and the Jesus me. Retweet on that one. Retweet. Right. Right. So I had to like slow walk people. I was like, okay, we're going to do the renegade on Facebook and Instagram. because That's like no hits movie. It's just like the arms. And then I just started being a little bit more risque with like letting them see me move my hips. Mm 
but I'm still very, most things I post on TikTok, I don't post on to the other socials. One, because they're relevant to TikTok, certain songs, certain moves. People are like, why are you moving like that? Why are you doing the duck walk? You know, but if I feel like it's something that will cause me to make people believe that I'm a TikTok expert, I will show that on Facebook and Instagram because I'm trying to get people into my TikTok course and marketing and things of that nature. Or if it's really, really, really funny and I feel like it's going to cause high engagement on Instagram and on Facebook, then I'll post it there as well. I totally agree with that. I feel the same way about the content that I'm sharing. Yeah. You said that you're posting like five to eight videos a day right now. How much time per day, like in terms of hours or minutes, is that per day? Yeah. So like five minutes before we started this podcast, I did two videos in five minutes. Wow. Yeah. So literally I would say to create video content and post it maximum, I would say it cost me an hour a day it's an, as an investment, right? I would maximum an hour. If I'm spending more time on there, it's probably me just engaging with people or other people's platforms. Because once you learn how to do the song and this, this, and this, it's so easy to create a 15 second piece of content. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's an investment. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's an investment that you've already already seen a return on, quite a big one. Yeah. So like you said, at first it was a little bit uncomfortable and there was lots of different factors that played into that. But now like you're posting five to eight a day, it's great practice. Like you said, your videos now compared to where they were at the start, it's like night and day difference. So how did you first like get over that hump and push through the fear to start posting? Because I think that even if someone doesn't end up growing a large TikTok following or they don't end up having success with their business on TikTok, just the practice of like recording videos and learning how to edit and gaining those skills, those translate to like Instagram Live, IGTV and and other platforms. So just to start practicing and start posting, start sharing, how did you get over that hump to just get started? Yeah. So I would say it was definitely when I first, when I watched that YouTube video, once I watched that person show me the basics, I said, okay, I can do a quick audio thing. I can do a, a music challenge or something like that, that they had there on the platform. I just told myself, Kenya, if you don't do this now, when are you going to do it? Like I had to hype myself up, you know, cause it wasn't about just a piece of content. It was about my my belief that I could do this, you know what I mean? And that it was going to work. You know, I kept saying, Kenya, you missed Vine. You missed a moment with Instagram. You missed all those moments. This is a moment. And instead of you having to know everything or everything being perfect, you have to do something. And so I just hyped myself and just made the first video. I think it was one of the girls in my house. She wanted to do the soldier boy challenge or something. I had no idea what that was. But I was like, okay. And she goes, put this outfit on. And then in 10 seconds, we're going to change another outfit. And I was like, okay. And that's what we did. And I watched the numbers climb. And I just kept going, King, if you keep doing this, this is going to turn into something, even if you don't understand it. So it was just, it was me hyping myself because I've dealt with the same fears that everybody deals with of like, is it going to be good enough or whatever? Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this right now, rewind and re-listen to what King just said. That needs to be heard three, four, five times. If you're listening right now, like I will definitely be screenshotting, screen recording and sharing exactly what you just said, because what you just said needs to be blasted to the masses. Like (laughs) people need to hear that message. That's powerful. That's real right there. I love that. You mentioned your TikTok course. 
Can you tell us more about that? Because you are a genius when it comes to marketing on TikTok because you already have like this marketing and branding background. So can you tell us a little bit more about the TikTok course itself? Yeah. So I decided to do a course because I had so many people that wanted to build on TikTok but didn't know what they were doing. So as a branding and marketing person, before we ever jump onto the TikTok platform inside the course, I'm walking people through brands, understanding branding, understanding what they need to have in place in their back end before they ever start marketing on TikTok. I walk them through their website, choosing their niche and choosing their audience, right? And then understanding that their people are on TikTok. I talk to them about choosing your audience on TikTok. Who are you going to be marketing to? So we know how to pick your hashtags. From there, I walk them through every single aspect of the app, every single, whether it's discover page or for you page, or if it's the voiceover feature, from there, I actually show them my phone. They can watch me creating TikToks through my phone. And then I combine everything that I've taught them and I do an actual dance video inside of, of the course. But in addition to all of that, all of that's through the digital course, but I do a live Q&A with them every single Wednesday. So like for all year long, there's one call every Wednesday where everybody comes on live with me and we do Q&A. So people have gone on and they've tried this for the week and they may ask me to look at it and evaluate it. If there's new trends or new things happening with TikTok, they find out about it in the Q&A. So instead of updating the course every week, we just get on live every week. Wow. Where can we find this course and how much is it? Yeah. So the course is only $297. No, 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 no. How many payments of $297? One. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. Yes. Oh my God, that's a steal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm teaching you everything I know. Wow. And where can we find it? Yeah, so you can find it at tiktokforbusinesscourse.info. tiktokforbusinesscourse.info. Awesome. We'll definitely put that in the show notes down below this episode. Where can we find you? What's your TikTok handle? What's your IG, Facebook? Like, where can we connect and see what you're sharing? Yeah, so everything me is kingakelly.com. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, Kenya Kelly, everything. And I talk about that in the course too. Why your name handle should be the same way on all platforms. Kenya, you are awesome. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. I know that my audience got a ton out of this because I know I got a ton out of this. Definitely, they should be checking out your course. They should be following you on all of the platforms, buying your book, everything. So thank you so much for being here today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.